Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. This is the Cannabis Podcast, powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. This is Ian Beckles, and I have a special guest today, the lovely Victoria from Truly. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Long time no see. I know. Uh, a lot probably happened with cannabis last time we've talked. It's been months. So, been months. yeah, and in cannabis years, um, it's like dog years. Uh, this, this, do you have cannabis years? <laughs> they do. They'd be long years. Very long. <laughs> Seriously, I think about I've that. aged 20 years in yeah, two. It's so. all good. So, you've been doing a lot of traveling? Yeah, yeah, we've expanded our footprint um, into two other states at the end of last year, California and Massachusetts. Wow. So just kind of getting our feet on the ground there mm-hmm. and getting ready to operate. So you travel to all those states? You're, you're helping opening up the different dispensaries? Yeah. California, we bought just one already existing dispensary, mm-hmm. which is which is fun. We get to kind of learn about that market, learn about a recreational market, which mm-hmm. we obviously don't have here. Sure. And Massachusetts is both medical and recreational, and we're building that from the ground up. So what are you learning as far as um, recreational goes? And we're not there yet in Florida. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit, but uh, we're hopefully heading in that direction. But what are the big differences uh, as far as dispensaries go? The biggest difference is cannabis is a lifestyle out there. You really start to focus on brands, um, preferences, similar to wine or food. It's a part of people's everyday lives. It's something that happens on a Friday. You go to your dispensary and you you choose your favorite brands, your favorite products. It's much more of a consumer good versus, um, now of course they have a medical market still, but it's a lifestyle in California. No doubt. Now, where we are right now, obviously uh, uh, cannabis and marijuana has come a long way in the country in general. And it seems to be particular to every state where we are here in Florida. Um, Ron DeSantis is an ally, correct? He is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he just got elected and uh, he really uh, is looking to push the uh, smoking of medical marijuana forward. Um, and in the past, there's been some some resistance. So what? Is there a timeline? I've been talking to people in the know as far as when this whole recreational thing will pass and if it will pass. And people in the know, a lot of them are saying this year. What have, what have you heard? For for adult use recreational, yeah. I don't think it's going to be that okay. quick. Okay. Uh, I think DeSantis is definitely a fan of of medical cannabis and and upholding the will of the people. Right? What's constitutional? Mm. What did what did we vote for as Floridians, and why mm. aren't we getting what we voted for? You will see very quickly the ban on smoking removed. He's challenged um, the House and the Senate to come together and figure it out, mm. and they have to do that by March fifteenth. Okay, so you're going to see some resolution. We don't know what that looks like yet. It's been kind of silly what they both proposed, Mm -hmm. but they will flush it out in the next 15, 20 days. And you won't see an immediate impact in the dispensaries, but I think you'll see it within the coming months. Hopefully by summer, we'll all have a different uh, product line available for patients who who do want to smoke it and consume it. So what are the, what's the difference going to be? I mean, uh, you'll be able to go to True Leave and there'll be flour there. Yep. And right now there's flour in the capsules, which you have to smoke through the volcano. Correct. There'll be just normal flour there. Now, how does that change? Because, um, you know, I read a lot of different stories on cannabis and good and bad and indifferent. Um, they can still pull you over. And if your car smells like pot, they, they'll still arrest you. Now, if, if flour is legal and they pull you over 
and your car smells like weed and you have a butt in your car and you have a medical marijuana car, will you still be arrested? You you shouldn't be. That's part of what they're contemplating in this bill that they're going to mm-hmm. introduce. What are the how can law enforcement you know, uphold the law um, if you're just having full open bud. Really, you shouldn't have it in your car, I think is what it's going to come down to. Mm-hmm. Consume it in a safe place. If you are obviously transporting it from a dispensary to home, it should be sealed, you know, in a bag, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what that's going to look like yet. Some of the things that they've proposed um, for pre-rolls mm-hmm. by the joints already pre-rolled is that they have to have the dispensary's logo on mm-hmm. them. So even and if sealed. you're all the way down yeah, to the end yeah, of it, yeah, you know, sense. you know that you didn't roll oh, that at okay. home or that you got that it from sense. our store. So that that's one sense. of the concepts. Um, that will be the biggest challenge. I think it goes to a way bigger conversation mm-hmm. of, you know, descheduling it altogether and kind of why are we still even looking that's for that? Question. That's a good question. On people. Like I've I've looked at some studies, I've saw some videos of people who would drink and drive and then smoke and drive and you know the the studies came out to where you know smoking and driving is really not detrimental, okay? You know, I'm not telling you about to go out and get blasted and drive, but I mean I'm just telling you what the study said. Mm-hmm. Um uh, since marijuana was legalized in Colorado, highway fatalities are actually at historic lows. So um well, I There's think that goes, resistance. when you have people consuming cannabis, you have a reduction in alcohol use, Correct. right? So and that opioids. could be a part of it and mm-hmm. opioids. And it's the same problem with, especially in Florida, all the people on the roads that are on opioids. I, like it's all of them. Every, yeah, yeah. Everybody on the road. Yeah. So it's a, it's a way bigger problem. It's not just a cannabis problem. It is a, just a, an altering of your mind, whatever mm-hmm. that drug is that you're on, sure. alcohol, opioids, and then getting behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, it's the American way to be medicated. Mm-hmm. It seems to be like you know if it's not an opioid, if it's not alcohol, it's going to be something. It's going to be something. And for me, it just makes sense for it to be marijuana because yeah. the other two, one's killing you, one's killing other people and yourself as well. Um, but from what I'm you know reading and listening to the the buzz and the stir, um, like marijuana is one of the biggest. Um, I guess categories that people are talking about is when it, when it comes to uh, government um, debates, and it seems like marijuana is just is one of the hottest topics like in the world right now. It seems like, or maybe it's just the United States, but it seems like this year is a year that like marijuana is going to take leaps, leaps and bounds. Yeah, well, you saw Canada as a, as a country mm-hmm. legalize it recreationally. They that was they huge. They can't grow enough anymore. I they know. can't grow oh, enough. Oh, nobody can. No, I mean, that's, that's going to be an epidemic for the mm-hmm. next five to 10 years in the United States is keeping up with demand, mm-hmm. um, which it just goes to show you that there's a pent-up demand no doubt. <laughs> for it. That's for sure. But, you know, I'm hoping for the best, um, but John Morgan, um, way back when, when he sued and he won for the uh, the, the cannabis flowers, um, and I guess it was Rick Scott that appealed it, and I guess DeSantis is trying to undo that. So, um, like what John Morgan got accomplished got taken away. Now we're going. It's like we almost did nothing in a, in a, in a, a year's time. It seems like. That's right. We didn't. We didn't do um, yeah, we just kind of did status quo of the program, and and I think maybe uh, Rick Scott just 
he had bigger fish to fry at the end of his term. We Always don't know. making money. Um, and now DeSantis coming in, I potentially he just doesn't want to deal with it. We've spoken. We know what we want. Just mm-hmm. make it happen and get out of the way and let's move forward. Sure. Understandable. Now, um, True Leave, uh, how many dispensaries do you have now in Florida? We're up to 24. Really? Mm-hmm. I was still saying 17. Okay, I'm seven, but seven behind. Yeah, you have been busy, no doubt. So, I mean, are any else being built right now? Oh, yeah. We've got another 10 to 15 um, under construction. So, we recently sued the state as well. It's the uh, thing to do in cannabis. Um, uh, and we won a lawsuit basically claiming that a cap right now, we have a cap on our dispensaries. Yeah. It's unconstitutional. Yeah, of course it is. Let us open what we can open and, sure. and we'll stop when we have to stop. That makes or sense. Or when there's no uh, more need for more dispensaries. So we won that lawsuit. It's, as most of them are, tied up um, in an appeals court. But we think that, and it's not just for Truly, but be all organizations in mm-hmm. Florida would no longer have a cap. And it's kind of a free market to open where, of course, within cities, sure. limitations where we can open up. So you're looking to have 40 by the end of the year, probably? Yeah, at least. At least. So, you know, we're talking about flour and that, that's kind of the new thing and uh, the up and coming thing. For the person that walks into a dispensary, like I walk in dispensary and I've, I've tried about everything out. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think flour is my preferred way to smoke. Um, am I the norm, the person that walks in there? You're the norm of another marketplace. You're, you're the California norm. Okay. Where flour in, in other states that are more established mm-hmm. and that have it is typically 60% of purchases. Mm-hmm. Florida, it's around, well, it's not necessarily no readily choice. available. No it's around yeah. 10, 20%. Yeah. So you will see a little bit of a shift of that. I think what it also does is it opens up a market for people who want flour mm-hmm. in a legal way to now get their cards and come into the space because it's available. Mm. So a transition kind of from that black market into sure. a legal a legal space. How does that change as a as a grow house when now you're selling flour? Obviously there's less has to happen, I would think. Yeah, there's less steps in the process, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's good for us. It's good for pricing. There is a, a huge demand that opens up. So we've been building literally growing, um, literally and figuratively building. We've got over a million square feet right now of uh, cultivation, processing, and manufacturing space. A million? A million. Square feet. And it's and it's not enough. We're already thinking through where else can we expand um, to, to keep up with the demand. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... Florida's the third. Yeah. I mean, think about it. California is the largest state. Okay. Florida's the third largest okay. state in the United States. California, if you look at the size of how many dispensaries grows that they have, it's mm. in the multiples of thousands. Sure, absolutely. Florida, not too far There's behind a, them in mm. population size, we've got 108 that's dispensaries true. in the state. That's yeah, it. That's true. And 13 companies cultivating. It's a, a long way to go. It's not enough. No, def- definitely, definitely. And then you've got tourism, which hasn't even opened up to it yet. <laughs> and what I saw was, I, I think I said they just passed the law that somebody can come from another state and transport their medication with them? They've introduced a bill to allow reciprocity, which means if you are in Massachusetts, for example, and you're and you're coming to Florida to visit and you've got a medical card there, mm-hmm. you can just walk into a store here and purchase something. So it's still medical. Mm-hmm. It's not recreational yet, but it's it just means that. And then as a Floridian, hopefully they could go to another state and be able to have meds. You sure. still can't transport those meds through federal. Oh, you, oh, you can transport them over. Through federal lines, airspace probably, yeah. or interstate. Sure. You know, crossing state lines. I don't mess with it. It's not worth it. I don't. It's not like yeah. wherever you, wherever you're going has weed. 
I mean, I'm just saying this doesn't or don't make, go there or exactly. <laughs> don't, I mean, but I don't know anywhere that doesn't have weed somewhere. <laughs> That's just there's weed somewhere. OK, b- b- cross, airports and weed don't go together for me. I just I just I don't want to be on the front page. You know what I mean? Um, so we've been talking for a while about Tallahassee and that's still your biggest grow house there is Tallahassee? It is. Yeah, that's where everything's headquartered. Mm. We've got a small scale grower actually opening up here in Tampa Bay in the Clearwater area, which we're going to be using for a lot of research and like cool genetic mm-hmm. uh, coming, bringing some really innovative things to Florida. But it's much, much, much smaller scale. Okay, because I, I want to see the monstrosity. That's what I want to yeah, see. Yeah, we got to get up there. Can I it's frolic in it? Can I roll up, roll, roll around in it? You, yeah, in theory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now remember, people are going to use it, so we yeah. won't let you roll around. Totally, we'll, well suit I meant, up. Liter- I meant literally. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you can get your own special batch. You can That'd roll around in, awesome. and we'll make a we'll make a, put, put we'll make a strain that you rolled in, in yes. and maybe your fan base can That'd buy be, that. That would be sweet. like the Pope, right? Blessed by. That's what I mean. No, not like the Pope. Pope suck at people. He's letting some bad things happen. True. He needs, true. To, sm- he needs to smoke some marijuana, probably. But I definitely want to get to Tallahassee. Uh, how, how hard is that? Do. How hard is that to do? It's not. I mean, there's a direct flight out of Tampa every morning. I'm mm-hmm. on it a lot. Um, and then we can we can do a show from the plant room. We can walk through kind of our. We could do a live show and we, show people what can we what it looks tape? like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We might just do that. Me frolicking awesome. on video. Um, I mean, imagine football field size rooms full of plants, and they're all different strands. Like the mm-hmm. like the whole, a football field full of one strand. Yeah, yeah, we have rooms that are all one. Um, we've got mixed strains in yeah, certain yeah. rooms. We've got over you know fifty different strains growing up there. Yeah, I mean, I could just want to put my nose in a bag of it. It's very, it's you know, it's exhilarating. I couldn't imagine being in a room. Full it, of it. You, the whole town it smells like it. Smells like that. Mm-hmm. You get close to it yeah. and it's just you walk in and and it's it's almost it's not even like it being in a bag because once it gets into the bag, it's, yeah. you know, it kind of it starts to go through its shelf life. Mm-hmm. But when it's it's flowering, and it's fresh. fresh. I it's see that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the most unbelievable. I believe that I yeah. can, I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning <laughs> it. I'm getting kind of busy. Uh, while I'm get all excited. Yeah, I get very, very excited. So, yeah, I would definitely like to do that one day. I think we should do a show out of there. Um, I think that'd be great to bring a video camera. I think um, I, I know people on the Rod and Ian show would like to see stuff like that. We have a lot. Whenever we talk about marijuana, um, you know, it, it lights up the lines. First of all, everybody has their opinions and uh, it, everybody's still very passionate about well, it. I think what people need to see is there's so much sophistication being brought to cannabis mm-hmm. to make it really an experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't grown in people's basements anymore. You can really elevate mm-hmm. the the benefits of the plant, the the flavors, the smells. You can customize it. I mean, they're being they're growing things specific to what you your conditions are or sure. what what the experience is you're trying to have from that. Um, and it's you're going to see that obviously continue as the industry grows. And then I think similarly, eventually one day the United States there will be a potential for people to home grow and to be able to bring that sophistication in house at some level, sure. at some, in some manner. If, if you want to do that, I would, it's complicated. I wouldn't be able to do it, but is it that complicated? I think it is because I know anybody that I've known to have done it illegally mm-hmm. in the past, you just can't just throw some seeds in a pot. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's uh, the lighting system and there's watering this and so I don't know anything about it, but it's, it can't be as easy as just, it is complicated. You know, um, and it, Especially in Florida, just mm. environmental. You've got temperatures. You can't grow outside, mm. and and if 
or you've got pests, you know, got pests trying to get them. So it mm. is complicated. Part of the complicatedness is doing it illegally, sure. by keeping That's it hidden. True, yeah. um, but it, it's a complicated process. I, I, I personally wouldn't do it, but then again, I wouldn't grow my own tomatoes because I just don't have the right. patience that's, for that. But. <laughs> that's true. It makes it makes a lot of yeah. sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. Okay, well, let's figure out a way to get that field trip going. Okay. Um, and uh, I think that would be a wonderful show, definitely. It was great to have you back hey, with, your, to with your knowledge. Um, True Leave is the only dispensary I go to. I see them popping up every once in a while. I see them closing down, too, but you don't see a True Leave closing down. They just keep on... Keep on keeping on, and now you're it's expanding into is it? It is <laughs> our now. Motto, our it motto is now. It is now. Our <laughs> mottos don't pause. Don't pause. So any okay. moment we feel like we have a moment of reprieve, we're like, okay, we need to do something. this. Isn't right. Yep. We've got to keep moving gotta because keep moving. you know we have that responsibility yeah. in Florida. Well, you guys are one of the first uh, Mohicans in it, and you guys are uh, plugging along. And I see the Truly logos popping up everywhere. You guys do do a great job on social media as well, and. Uh, I'm like I said, that's people ask me, have you gone here? I said, no, I'm, I'm truly. So amazing to you. That's exactly right. You're the best. No doubt, no doubt. But uh, thank you, Victoria, and I uh, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we, we started this podcast way back when uh, to bring knowledge to the masses, and I hope that's what we're doing. And uh, hopefully, you get a chance to go out there and uh, legally uh, smoke something delicious this week. Everybody have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to visit TrueLeave on Twitter at TrueLeave or TrueLeave.com. That's T-R-U-L-I-E-V-E.com. Also, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. This is a Rush the Field Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Now, what are scouts and general managers looking for in the combine that they either want confirmation on what they've seen throughout the player's college career, or they're looking for something that they didn't see during the player's tenure in college? Well, the combine was started years ago for one reason, and that's the medical physicals. We we started that because players were crisscrossing the country going to, at that time, we had 28 teams, and was, this is ridiculous. Guys are going to 10, 15, 20 uh, NFL cities to do medical physicals. We need to be more efficient with the players' times and save money by bringing players to one central location. Now, what has changed is that we've added a lot of psychological testing which is the second most important thing behind the medical physicals. Then the interviews with the coaches are the next most important. And the least important thing that we do are the workouts. And to answer your question, what are we looking for in the workouts? Uh, Very simply, we want to see confirmation. Are they athletically what they appear to be on film? And if they are not, then we got to figure out why. And I call it the 90% rule because 90% of the time a player's film matches his workout. It's the 10% of the time where it doesn't that you got to do more work and figure out what the issue is. So um, I put more attention into the three cone drill, for example, than the 40 yard time with the exception of receivers and defensive backs. Um, 
I think that there's a lot of things we look at to really determine a guy's athletic traits. And metrics are important as long as you meet the baseline metrics for playing that position in the league. That, that's what's really important. Rush the Field with Scott Seidenberg and Chris Leadry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.